0: This week in Bloomington, with students scattering to the four winds, we observe the annual tradition of passing the baton from gown over to town. But with the university activities at a lull, what makes the town special? What gives it its cultural vitality? WFIU's Mark Chilla explores one of the town's cultural landmarks the local record store. It's about 10 in the morning on a Saturday in April, an hour and a half before the doors open at Bloomington's Landlocked Music and the line is already stretching around the corner. It's Record Store Day, the eighth annual international celebration, and some people have been waiting in line for a long time. First in line, how long have you been here? Since like 11.45 p.m. Oh, really, overnight? Yeah. Yeah. That's Nick Palaz, a sophomore at IU. He's here for the same reason as most in line, to get his hands on one of the dozens of new and special records being released today, and only today. I'm hoping to get the ESG Moody EP. The Graham Parsons Lemonheads Brass Buttons 7-inch.
1: The Surfer Blood LP. Uh, It's a reissue of an old one that didn't really get a vinyl issue.
0: But ultimately today and this event is a day to celebrate the store and what it means to the community. As the owner of Landlocked Music Jason Nicky explains,
1: It is an opportunity to have a party and have fun. And we have bands playing and um, we just try to have a good time.
0: That's the Jefferson Street Parade Band, performing at the event. It seems that landlocked music and record stores around the country do have a lot to celebrate these days. One of the bright spots in the music industry is the revival of the once-dead vinyl record. Since 2007, vinyl record sales have been steadily increasing. That year, less than 1 million of them were sold in the U.S., and last year, that number was over 9 million, with the majority sold at independent record stores. So what is drawing listeners back to the vinyl record? Well, there's a certain romance to it. From the people I talk to outside of Landlocked, the main appeal is the physical nature of playing and listening to a vinyl record, at least compared with the almost detached ease we listen to digital music. Here's one of the customers, Eric Ford, who I might add started his day at 8 o'clock, shopping for records at Tracks, a store a few blocks away.
1: I think you have to pay more attention. Um, it's, a, it's a process that requires more maintenance. You can't just kind of put on a computer or a CD and forget about it.
0: The popularity of an event like Record Store Day has certainly helped raise the profile of stores like Landlocked to new customers. It's important for sure, um, just as a, um, an outreach tool.
1: From a business standpoint, we do a lot of business that day. It's like a month's worth of business in one day, concentrated. But it costs a lot of money, too, so the profitability of it is not off the charts. But it does a lot for us intangibly. It brings a lot of people in. It exposes us to people who um, aren't regulars. But for a town like Bloomington, interest in vinyl records is really nothing new. Bloomington's always been a a community that supported vinyl records. I've worked in record stores in this town since 1996. And it's always been a big part of every store I've ever worked at. And that's, I think, just a testament to Bloomington being sort of ahead of things in a lot of
0: ways, (laughs) or or way behind things, I guess, or, or both. Record stores, as Nikki argues, are vital elements of an artistic community. But it's not so much about what they bring to those communities, but rather what they represent and what it says about that community's vitality.
1: And they're sort of indicators of the sort of like cultural health of a town, too. They're the frogs in the pond. I mean, I can't think of a of a city that has a good art scene that doesn't have a good record store, you know. It's just, I, I can't think of one.
0: <laughs> Once the doors open at Landlocked, the madness begins. People pack like sardines in the store, digging through the crates to locate that one special record that brought them here in the first place. After the madness subsides, I manage to catch up with Nick Palaz, our intrepid first customer. So, did you get what you wanted?
1: Yes, sir. I got Deja Intendu, Sly, and Ocean by John Butler. Donated plasma for the extra cash. (laughs) It was all worth it, though.
0: He was leaving to spend the rest of that sunny Saturday listening to his records. For WFIU Arts, I'm Mark Chilla.